0: What is up my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh service to debrief, in effort to send biblical truth. What better way to do that than the power of conversation? I'm Mark Francis in the host seat today, once again, joining us I will use Caleb's terms, the lovely Miss Alicia Batalia, How are you?
1: I'm doing great. It's so lovely outside. It's like we've had fake spring, but today feels like real spring. And the trees are blooming. It's lovely. So I can really appreciate that. My boys do uh, lacrosse in the spring, so it's a lot of time on the field being outside. So I really appreciate this perfect weather. Do you remember
0: the days of sermon zoom light i where do you had your, your my flowers flower in the background <laughs> yes mm-hmm. the hyacinths have uh-huh. already bloomed good okay
1: um so they're starting to kind of you know fizzle out now but yeah it's time for awesome. the april showers to bring May flowers easter season mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and we are here and yeah. we also have pastor mark Carey. nothing in lovely the about me is no it? well you know <laughs> You're dressed appropriately. You're looking sharp so today. Yes. Yeah, you look well, good.
2: Sharp as a tech, and I, twice as boring, as well, I said. Yeah. I was <laughs> not planning on
0: being know. here, so I'm just in a t-shirt today. Otherwise, I would have you know, brought yeah. up my... That's Caleb so okay. dropped the ball so.
1: last minute on us. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs>
0: Hopefully, everything is going well for Caleb yes. with his many hats that he's got going on as well. Yes. Well, we are continuing in the sermon series, From Beginning to End, Every Story Whispers His Name, the Jesus Storybook bible and alicia i'll turn to you just uh give us you know what was your big takeaway or even a recap of what you experienced well, we out of the paused
1: a little bit on that the storybook bible this week right so, Correct. yes we no. actually are now out of order well because it was palm sunday good
0: catch good catch <laughs> i say that we're engaged in the sermon series it hasn't stopped but we didn't play we, a video yeah this past we week.
1: didn't and we're kind of the timeline is getting switched up with anticipating easter which is okay mm-hmm. you know what we're free to do that right that's right
2: <laughs> and we'll be playing it on good friday yeah, oh, good. yeah. the sequence. The
0: sequence continues on Good Friday, but okay. you're correct, being in the upper room and washing of feet and all that stuff yes. would have come after triumphal entry, Right. but here we are on right. Sunday. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, for this week, Pastor Mark t- entitled his sermon, An Unfortunate Fig Tree or Faithless People, and the scene is set as, um, for this triumphal entry, Jesus is getting ready to uh, come into Jerusalem. The people are um, very aware of his reputation now. He's been healing, he's been raising the dead, he's been teaching, he's been preaching. The people um, are anticipating a messiah, someone who's going to rescue them from the oppression of Rome. It's a, this. Um, they are ready to cry out, Hosanna, save us, O Lord. They're position to hail him as king and um so he is um he's entering this the city but upon this entrance he he is welcomed but then the the tables turn a little bit and then the second part of your sermon pastor mark you you entitled the triumphal exit where Jesus is passing judgment on Jerusalem, and we have the this cursing of the fig tree and Jesus cleansing the temple and um, just revealing our spiritual barrenness and the corrupt the corruptiveness of um, well not, the spiritual barrenness of what's happening in the city of Jerusalem and the the cleansing of the temple, of the corruption that's happening there. And uh, and then Jesus, he does kind of a mic drop. And he, he tells the disciples in verse 22, have faith in God. And so we wrestle with what does that mean? And um, I think that part of that is here we have this true king who is, entering jerusalem and he's on his way to defeat sin he's on his way to defeat death on the cross the disciples aren't aware of the fullness of what's about to happen but jesus is and he is king and he is um the one who is uh in charge of disciples what's happening never seem to be aware right I mean, exactly
0: that seems to be one of the continuing stories around here and which is probably why jesus use this fig tree as an example to just call them and say, have faith. You know, so I, I'm curious, Mark, for your standpoint, like why engage Palm Sunday with this fig tree story? It, it, it's it's embedded in this narrative. And traditionally, when we think of Palm Sunday, you're waving your branches and Jesus is triumphant and he's king. Yay. Okay. But there's this interesting kind of perspective that, Mark brings with his gospel from a discipleship standpoint. You unpack that. So why? Why did? Kind of what was brewing in your mind leading up to this? To say let's focus on this component of the triumphal entry.
2: Well, I uh, yeah we could have gone to Matthew or Luke's account of the triumphal entry. What Mark is doing is kind of unique. Even the way he places the stories, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the the order in which he places them because uh, he adds that little last phrase in verse 14, the disciples were listening. Mm. Mm. So th- th- there's something that Mark wants to communicate to us as, as, his, as he writes this discipleship journal or, or this discipleship uh, uh, theology, um, this gospel account, um, that he purposefully uh, kind of shares an anticlimactic happening after the triumphal entry verse 11 mm. jesus went up the temple walked around looked around it's <laughs> kind of <Nothing's> like <laughs> he's casing the joint yeah yeah he's he's seeing and and the activity uh i mentioned the sermon just the the money changers the binding son, all the crazy stuff that was going yeah. on in the temple that was happening that day too mm-hmm. so he walks in around that temple mount sees the, sees all of that going nothing has changed to the next day but he curses that fig tree because the whole point that mark is trying to bring out is that um the judgments go to fall and it is anticlimactic mm. mark brings that out because of the sin of the nation of israel mm. and of the leaders the mm. leaders stand for the nation of israel so he curses the fig tree comes back to it in verse 20 21 22 the next day they see the cursed fig tree and it's whether, but um that um our bookends that account is uh, bookends the whole point of the cleansing of the temple mm. that's what mark was trying to get mm, at mm-hmm. the cleansing of the temple and and why um why it needed to be cleansed why he was the cleanser of the temple and why um uh the, the um the the finality of his pronouncement look you've peter said the fig trees withered from the roots up there's Mm -hmm. such a finality Mm -hmm. and even jesus now this i didn't bring this out didn't have time to but in the matthew in matthew's account in verse chapter 23 um verse uh, 37 is when jesus says jerusalem jerusalem who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her how often i wanted to gather her children your children together the way hen gathers her chicks under her wings, hmm. but you would not. Hmm. You were unwilling. Behold, your house is now being left to you desolate. And then verse 39 of Matthew 23 says, For I said to you, from now on, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hmm. There's such a finality hmm. to it. Look, hmm. the fig tree, it's, it's dead. Mm-hmm. yes, a judgment is pronounced, no longer will you see me again. I, his public ministry was going to be over. He was going to be crucified. Uh, he'll be raised on the third day. He'll spend 40 days talking with his disciples, and he ascends. But uh, he said, you'll not see me again until one day, and he's talking about his second coming, uh, when you say blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And mm-hmm. Zechariah 12, verse 10, talks about that day when Jesus returns, and they will look on him whom they have pierced and they will mourn, there will be a repentance. But that hasn't happened in 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. And so that fig tree is cursed, and um, and the, so, the re- reason was the lack of, of faith, lack of belief in who Jesus was. They were unwilling. They did not accept who he was.
1: Mm. A question that came up in our small group last night um, was, um, and you kind of alluded to this in your title with an unfortunate fig tree, um in verse 13 it says for it was not the season for figs. And so we were, we kind of felt ourselves feeling sorry a little bit for the fig tree because it wasn't its season. It wasn't time for it to produce fruit. Um and here's this picture, you know, it's, it's some symbolic of what Israel is looking like, but the fig tree's not in season. It's it's doing what it's supposed to do. So, wh- how does that play into the the theme here?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I it's don't. A little know if, confusing. Well, I don't know if we should push the analogy too far. It was fortuitous for Christ to have a fruitless victory because mm. he wanted. He was using that as a uh, um, as a as a prop, hmm. so to speak. Um, but. Uh, it was also the sense of, th- isn't this a shocking thing? There's a fig tree with leaves. It should have fruit, but it doesn't. Number one, why does it have leaves anyway? Because that it's about two, three months early. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The whole thing about the fig tree is an enigma because what's it doing there? Why is there leaves and no fruit? Why, why is it leafy now? Um, Israel is an enigma. Mm. They had everything... Imaginable. Right. Uh, I went back to Isaiah chapter five, where God says, "What more was I to do hmm. that I've already done for to make this a, a good fruit?" And, and but hmm. it, there's stink fruit. I mean, it, it is such an enigma hmm. uh, as was that fig tree. The all what what Jesus was wanting to do though with that prop that was there was to show um, was was because the disciples were listening. Verse fourteen, he wanted to communicate pay attention here listen up because uh there's judgment coming to the nation of israel he had just presented himself as king they they did not the 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 leaders in the temple uh did not accept him The the people on the roadside did they were and they might have been predominantly galileans yeah um who 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 knew of him but he goes to the temple where he the leader should have raised him up as king he looks around, nothing happens because they're doing sinful things. Mm-hmm. They're all caught up in their own little world of, of graft and corruption and scheming and and, and making themselves rich. Um, so uh, even though Israel had every opportunity, he had presented himself, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Everything um, you can imagine, um, he did. But the vineyard, the was fruitless hmm. and and that that whole temple scene showed that uh they didn't acknowledge him at all and so he comes sees if the, the 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 fig tree it's the picture of what he just saw in the temple hmm. and it's cursed uh you will not see me again until you say blessed is who comes in the name of the lord um and then the cleansing story shows the depth of the of the corruption the depth of hmm. the Of you've made my house a a robber's den yeah this would be a place of prayer for all nations and you have made it a robber's den Mm
0: -hmm. yeah our community group we mention on these podcasts and episodes fairly regularly and we'll talk about all the things that we talk about (laughs) this this past when we wrestled pretty intently intensely on the content of like where where is this going why is mark writing it this way Mm -hmm. why did he mention that yeah it was not season for fruit yet (laughs) and then where does it go kind of with this idea of the fig tree representing israel to then jesus's response of have faith in god we we were really trying to unpack what you shared in the sermon with wrestling with scripture Mm -hmm. of making that analogy of what what jesus saw in the temple on that day of seeing the money changers seeing everything and he just walks out and then all of a sudden jesus's instant response to i think peter here in, in mark saying Peter says, "Rabbi, look the fig tree which you curse is withered." And Jesus answered them saying, "Have faith in God." It's it's it wouldn't be the typical response that you would think Jesus is giving about this fig tree in the analogy. So why why is Jesus using this fig tree as
2: an Again, example the, for faith, right? Because he he's doing this for the sake of the disciples. Mm-hmm. The disciples were listening. That's key in that mm-hmm. verse 14. Now his disciples mm-hmm. were listening. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's grace that he um, is is bringing this out to him because I was thinking about just in the theme of fruit and the vine and all of that, John 15, where Jesus mm-hmm. pronounces himself mm-hmm. as the true vine. And whoever who he says, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. And I was thinking about just um, that that is... Um, abiding is the evidence of that faith it's having faith in god but how how do we do that it's it's through that abiding and um there god is so good um to be patient um and forbear with us and in in isaiah 55 um so back to what you were talking about in, in isaiah Five, the weeds are representing the curse of God but then in, in Isaiah 55 13 it says instead of the, the thorn shall come up the cypress instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle and it shall make a name for the Lord an ever, everlasting sign that shall not be cut off and so here God's showing us that he, he can turn this curse into a blessing and he can replace those briars and the thorns with a myrtle and the pine tree and um, that our judgment it can be replaced by salvation and um, Luke 13 I think, unpacks this a little bit more when Jesus talks about the parable of the barren fig tree. And it says, and he told this parable, a man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, look for three years now, I've come seeking fruit on this fig tree and I find none. Because I think three years was like the appropriate time for it to start bearing fruit. Um, And then it says, cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and put, put on manure. Then if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. And so it's like Jesus is saying, here's another chance for you. you I could punish your sin immediately. I could pronounce that judgment upon you. But I'm patient. I'm merciful. I'm offering you true repentance. And I think that with him pointing this out to the disciples, have faith. I this isn't over. I my, I'm so much bigger mm-hmm. than what you see is happening. And um he's giving them another chance to believe again who he is.
2: Yeah. And and I did I dwell on this or talk about this, but uh right after saying have faith in God, he gives these examples of what that faith Right. W- that was another
1: like. question. Why did you stop at twenty-two? <laughs> I because know you had a, I have time a worship minute. team over there. <laughs> That's it, buddy. No,
2: no, it was purposeful uh. because th- that was the main point. Have faith. faith in God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The others were, were simply uh, examples of what the, the power of that faith. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think there's again eschatological meaning in this, uh, mm-hmm. in, in what he says um, following that. No, God's not, and, and that's another thing I didn't have time to develop, mm-hmm. and that, which is fine because Mark only hints at it, what you were just saying, Alicia. Um, God's not finished with Israel. Yeah. Many people will come to these passages, it's withered, it's gone, it's over. It's done. And God has a new direction, now a new people of God, the the body of Christ, and God's finished with Israel for uh, all the time and eternity. But no, because he already said in Matthew 23, you know, uh, I won't eat, drink of this vine until you say once again, blessed is you, because they will say that one day. Mm. There will be, according to Zechariah 12, 10, uh, uh, a renewal of, of Israel, and that's what Paul develops in Romans 9, 10, and 11. 11. Yeah. The deliverer will come from Zion, uh, Romans 11, yep. 25, 24, 25, 26.
0: And it's interesting that you bring up the Luke 13 parable, Alicia, because it, it's almost like this call, like, no, don't cut it down yet. There's still potential. There's still time, you know? And so there's but, Jesus' heart for Israel is just oh, for still the people. strong.
2: But for that generation and for those spiritual leaders mm. that represented the nation, um, that, that you know, that's the withering. That's, that's like, it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. what's that's another whole topic. And if, as I'm planning in the fall to teach the Book of Acts, mm. we'll, we'll see the story pick uh, pick back up again because Luke, who wrote what you just read, also wrote Acts. Acts, right? What Jesus continued to do and teach, and he spends forty days after he's resurrected teaching his disciples mm. about the kingdom. Mm. Mm. And Peter says in verse six, I think it is, "Is it now that you go to restore the kingdom to Israel?" It is is you know. Uh, And Jesus says, it's not for you to know the times of the seasons, Mm -hmm. but the Jewish people were given every opportunity from that time on. Peter's first sermon in Acts 2 Mm -hmm. on the day of uh, Pentecost, uh, or uh, um, yeah, on the the Pentecost is uh, Israel, repent. You know for certain, Acts 2, 36, 37 in there, know for certain that God has made this man Jesus, both Lord and Messiah Christ this Jesus who you crucified. Mm. So, well, what are we to do, they said. Well, <laughs> change your mind about them. Change your ways. Repent mm. and believe this good news. Mm. And be baptized, he says in mm. Acts 2.38. Identify with this message, O mm. Israel. Mm. There are the mikvahs. There are all the, the, the cleansing pools. Yeah. Go through that cleansing, just like John the Baptist had called mm. you to. The kingdom of God is at hand. So th- there will be a... Uh, there, were, there was... Every Jewish person had that opportunity, now being brought into the body of Christ. Mm. But he will deal with the ethnic national entity one day Mm. again. I'm excited about Acts. Yeah, Yeah. a little (laughs) little drop there. That's that's great.
1: Talking about the ethnic part of that is, so the the court of the Gentiles is where all of this money changing was going on, correct? That's
2: how I understand it. Yes.
1: So that's like, that's the place where the non-Jewish right. seekers came to worship. It was a place to be for devotion, praise. That was there. That the was there. Yes, or the,
2: the proselytes who had who had come right
1: to exactly. Accept tri- and tri- so, so, so now this this place has become this place of corruption. Um, and Tim Keller in in this. Um, it, was, it actually showed up in my email today for Lent. I subscribed to this devotion that he's doing, um, and he I think this is so good. Um, so he says, um, when Jesus saw this, he was angry, so angry that he over- overturned tables and placed an embargo on merchandise. But why? Weren't the mer- merchants just trying to help the travelers worship God? Perhaps, but they were doing it at the expense of those from all nations who were seeking God, counting their worship as insignificant. In calling them robbers, Jesus may have been referring to their greedy financial transactions and the way they were robbing Gentiles of their place of worship, which I thought was Mm -hmm. really good. Then he goes on to say, Yet something else is going on. In a similar account of his cleansing the temple, Jesus was asked for a sign of his authority. He replied, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up from John two nineteen but he wasn't speaking about the building he was speaking about the temple of his body john two twenty one in other words, when he died, the temple and its entire system, the priesthood, the sacrifices, the glory died with him because he himself was the Passover Lamb, high priest in Shekinah glory. Thus, when the temple curtain split at the death of Christ, the barrier between God and humanity came down for everyone. Jesus became the house of prayer for all nations. Today, there's no need to travel to the temple in Jerusalem to worship, nor is there any distinction between Jewish and Gentile worshipers. Worship is no longer attached to a place, but a person. Jesus is the temple. He is where we meet God. Yeah. Isn't that good? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And. That, and that's where it, this is um this is about relationship what's happening is this is about relationship with the living god not religiosity you know being pretty on the outside leafy and green this is about abiding in the true vine
2: yeah yeah which again the spiritual leaders totally missed they're not getting it they're they're not getting it um now i don't Think necessarily tim keller will agree with this uh but i it, it, with his eschatology but again i think there is going to be a reconstituting of that place and that tabernacle and but but, but go back to that picture that jesus saw the milling about that all the all the stuff that was going on in the, in the court of the gentiles and um israel from the very beginning was to be a light mm. to the gentiles so there again was a picture. They were totally. Hmm. This must be a, a place of prayer for all nations. They had totally missed their calling and what they were all about. Uh, later on in Acts chapter fifteen, when uh, they convene this Jerusalem council and they're trying to figure all this stuff out, this new thing called the church, and and you know and and, and all that. Um, um, I think it's James who uh, who quotes from the Old Testament. And it says, you know, the prophet, the prophets agree that after um, these things, uh, God is going to return. And it says, and I will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen, and I will rebuild its ruins, and I will restore it. And then he says, so that, and that's his quote from the Old Testament, so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who makes these things known from long ago. So... Israel was missing it on every count. Mm. Their heart, they weren't remaining, abiding with the Lord. They, they, were, they were, Everything about them was fruitless, even though they had every opportunity yeah. to be fruitful. But the time had come, yeah. it was over. Yeah. And um, So that, I wanted to bring that up, the fruit component. And we're
0: talking about the nation of Israel and using that fig tree as an example and a picture for them. But here we are today in the here and now, 2,000 years later. Mm-hmm. And you, you do bring out in the end of your sermon the application for, you know, where where is our fruit, essentially? Kind of, you know, where where is our faith to then bring us to fruit? So what,
2: what Israel was in the Old Testament, the church is to be now yes. in this age. Yes. is they were to be fruitful and be a light to the world. So we, the church, we are a chosen race, mm-hmm. Peter says, a holy nation of people for God's own possession. So... For all of us listeners
0: and and here talking and having a conversation to think about fruit, like what's the challenge? What's the application for us today to say, you know, we're not producing fruit on our own. We have to be attached to the vine and have our faith and dependency in that to allow the spirit to move through us to show and display that fruit. So where is, again, the rubber meeting the road here. <laughs> what does that really mm. continually look yeah. like? If that's the challenge, we see Jesus' reaction and response to not producing fruit.
2: Yeah. W- which is faithlessness. Faithlessness. Have faith in God. And Romans ten right. seventeen says um, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yeah. So our faith grows in direct re- uh, correspondence to how we are growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. Because the word directs us. Not to theological concepts, but to a person. Mm-hmm. And so as we grow in our understanding of who God is, um, and and we're actually going to talk about this a little bit on Resurrection Sunday, mm. uh, but the promises of God, our faith uh, grows as we know Him, as we experience Him. Paul's prayer to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, 19, it, He prays that the eyes of our heart will be enlightened, that we will know, and it's a word, epignosis, the full knowledge and experience of who God is. That's the John 15 passage. Mm -hmm. So it it behooves us as followers. We make a choice every day. Are we going to connect with him? Are we going to grow in understanding him? Are we going to spend time with his word, with him in fellowship? through the fellowship of the saints, mm. iron sharpening iron? Mm-hmm. Are we going to keep our focus this way uh, vertically? Or are we going to get caught up in, in all the mess of the world that just is going to suck us down into despair and hopelessness? Uh, it, so, so that's where the rubber meets the road. The, the religious leaders of Israel, where they lost sight, is, I think, um, and it's implied in the gospel accounts, well, Jesus did call them a brood of vipers, and and he was pretty. Um, but they were caught up um, with uh, their own self sufficiency. They're lining their own pockets mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. backs of people. They were looking at this world and how to get rich. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, time and time again, mm-hmm. says, "Don't lay up treasures on earth, mm-hmm. because in Wath and Ra- lay up treasures in heaven." Mm-hmm. And so we, we again, we're rubber meets the road, yep. we can get all caught up in the things yep. of this world and 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 work to and i'm not saying we shouldn't be responsible and work hard and and make a living and have a nice retirement and all that stuff but that's not where it's at and too many christians are getting caught up in that in the politics of the world in the yeah. in the, the finances of the world and god's going to take it maybe away from us there may mm-hmm. be a major recession coming in this country and it might be just exactly what the church needs so that we get our focus here, have faith in God. That's what Jesus is saying.
1: Our application last night that we kind of came to as a small group was uh, in season or out of season. Whether it's the seat, uh, the season of leafiness or bearing fruit, the edible season, or even the 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 dormant, the, the, the dormant yeah. season or drought, whatever whatever the season, um, we are called to bear fruit regardless of the season. And I loved um, that you brought out the Second the Peter 2 passage. Um, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. And by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them you become may become partakers of the divine nature. And then he goes down... Um, And he tells us, therefore, brothers, this is verse 10, be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fail. And so it just, I think that this is speaking of, there's, the Holy Spirit has been given to us to bear fruit. We need to be uh, showing the evidence of the Holy Spirit's fruit in our lives. And if we're not, um, if we're not showing that evidence, we probably ought to check our hearts because there may be barrenness there. We might be, um, deceived. We might be living in hypocrisy. Um, we might be experiencing death in our own And when that's happening,
0: we look like every other person in the world and there's no displaying of the glory of God through our lives, through displaying that fruit. Yeah. And, And that's, that's probably where Jesus is going with the Pharisees and the leaders of the temple of the day. You look like nobody. You look like everybody else. Right. You know, being greedy and being you know faithless, yep. and you you could be a Gentile for yeah. all I care. Yeah. You know, there, there's no Mark, fruit.
1: You brought out that that God's transforming us from the inside out. And that's where that, um, back to, it's about relationship. It's about that abiding in him Mm -hmm. because that's where we find true life is when we're abiding in, in, in the vine.
2: And as, as you, you, you read it there in in Peter, as he says, through it a true knowledge of Him, of Christ. Yeah. Uh, John wrote in John 17, 3, this is eternal life that they may know me. Mm-hmm. It's always about rightly related to Him right. with a yes. person and abiding in Him. And uh, so where the rubber meets the road, look, if we're not involved in in the life of the body mm-hmm. of Christ, mm-hmm. if we're not you know in fellowship with one another, being challenged and growing together, mm-hmm. if we're not in the Word, if we're not taking that walk seriously, we we will wither up Mm -hmm. and and the fruitless barrenness which by the way the new testament calls death Mm -hmm. it's a separation from life it doesn't mean we end up in hell or anything like that different um but yeah yeah this is eternal life and um um every one of us needs to become personal fruit inspectors yeah right (laughs) and And
0: that's that's the call. I mean yeah. that's and that's where we are as a body as a church. We we don't want to just sit soak and sour and we have to come together and spur each other on yeah. to love and good deeds and that's that comes with the assembly, it comes with the gatherings and it's perfect segue. We have Easter coming up. Yep. And you know it's a great opportunity not just to come for yourself personally, but what what am I doing to bring to the body of Christ through my presence and being there and what am I doing to inspire those around me? to show them and show the power and glory of God through the assembly of the body and hearing the gospel. So that's happening this week, guys. I mean, we have Good Friday uh, as an opportunity to celebrate and and remember and reflect on the death of Christ and celebrate communion together. Mm -hmm. Easter, we have a Saturday night service and Sunday mornings. There's just great opportunity and momentum here at FBC, and which, by the way, I'd also encourage you guys to go back and listen to the fellowship family podcast that was mm. released last yeah, Friday. that's good. In order to hear kind of some of the encouraging stories of where the church here at FBC is going and how you can be a part of it. Yeah. Because it, it, it yeah, it's more than
2: just coming and attending and leaving through the doors. Uh, I'll mention, too, uh, fellowship uh, down in Shenandoah County. Yeah. On Thursday night, they're doing a a Seder. Oh, neat. Oh, cool. And they had 100 reservations, and I think they're full. Oh, that's great. So they're going to be... That's their Thursday night as Mm -hmm. well as then the the Friday and activities there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, again, there's a lot of things happening, so just continue to go to the website for all the details. Mark out on your family's calendar which service you're going to attend this weekend. Bring a friend because... um, people need to hear Jesus it's a great
1: opportunity yeah, great
0: opportunity so thanks guys great unpacking again you know you never know what's going to happen with these conversations so <laughs> yes. thank you Mark for they being flexible scripted. and willing to <laughs> just roll with the punches here so the fact of the matter guys is that sermons are not meant just to take an hour but rather transform a lifetime until next week much love and God bless